It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Bird Show. All he wants to do is live his best life. That's all. His wife won't have it. Yeah, it's a... The old ball and chain holding you back? Uh, yeah, it's a... It's a <laughs> It sucks. Haley, <laughs> one of our producers here. Yeah, just trying to live his best life, and his wife is getting in the way. Yeah, there's been this big issue with, because my engine blew in my car, and so I've, uh, you know, exhausted all, you know, possibilities of fixing the car, and so I was in the market to buy another car, and which it was made clear to me from that moment that I was going to be getting something practical. <laughs> what exactly in your wife's mind does practical look like? Yeah, what do you want and what does she want? That, that is a great question, Bert, because what I consider practical, she doesn't. Now, keep in mind, I, I think it's a personality thing here also that if you're not, if you don't watch the videos or whatever, you may not know what Kaylee's style is. But he's, yeah, he is a hip, edge, he's got like Maybe. tattoo sleeves. I mean, he's a, you're particular about what you surround yourself with. Yeah, but I don't always have to see my wife's like, why do you always have to have the best? And I'm like, I really don't. <laughs> like, it, I don't have to have the. Hold on, let's chew on that for just one what's second. What's wrong with that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Right. I am looking Thank for you. a man Thank that you. just wants middle of the road. Just want to be me. I don't want him to have the best. That's not, no, it's not about having. No, it's, no that's exactly uh, what. No. <laughs> what she sees isn't like the best. It's like, it's excessive. Like, you have three kids. It's okay to be practical and like, it's okay to, especially when you have a wife and three kids. She and just a wants home. a neutered husband. No, that just it's not this. neutered. You can like, you can treat yourself, but you can't treat yourself can't, all the time. So you can keep one nad, just not both. Right, yeah. is what she's saying. Yeah. Pick your not favorite, left or right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. So, but so yeah. Definitions of practical are uh, yeah are way off. I don't know what is practical. I have to like bring like I had to bring up like what do you think about this. No. Well, that's what you do when you're buying a new car for the family. But but it's not for the family. It's for me. And as long as the family can ride, then what's the difference? What do you want? Be honest. You want what a two-seater? No, no, not at all. No, and actually, it was really weird because, like, we got her a car, like, I don't know, eight months ago, nine months ago. And so when I started looking for another car, now, granted, interest rates are... It sucks buying a used car, even a new car with the interest rates now. So it does make things a little bit more costly. But I was looking at stuff in the price, same price range as the car she bought. So I, I've got a, just a couple. Or we of, got her, whatever. Yeah, I got a couple of questions here just yeah. for clarification, not for judgment at all. OK, just mm -hmm. for facts for the jury. Mm -hmm. So her car, 
her car is really not her car. It's the family car. Yours is your car. No, that's not true. It's but, not. Uh, no, because, I mean, she wa- She had an SUV or before, and she found one that she liked. Um, and so we got her that one, and it's really cool. My other car was a full-size sedan, and it could fit everyone. So technically, that could be a family car as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Technically. But- <laughs> so technically, it could fit people, so it's a family <laughs> well, car. Well, all five of us could ride mm-hmm. That's all I mean. But she it's she takes the kids to and from and is well, she takes them in the morning because I'm here. Okay. and But I pick them up in the afternoon. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, so. so there's equal so, time in cars with the kids. So bottom line, neither one of you have a car to yourself. They're all family cars. Right. Yeah, correct. And so it was just this battle. Like every time I was like, I'd bring something up, she'd be like, no, that's not practical. And I'm like. It's got every option in it. It's mm-hmm. And so then I started, and this is where, it, like, I guess I'm not able to dream. The thing came in, like, <laughs> like, I, like my dreams have not. I never want to hear women are dramatic again. No, I'm no. I'm not no. able to dream. No, seriously, because I started looking, and I'm like, was, I had exhausted all new things, and then I started looking at maybe what I really wanted, which would be like maybe like a 1966 Cadillac or Lincoln. <laughs> not practical. What? Hey, you can fit bodies in the trunk. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, I mean, okay. this thing is huge. Okay. With the Sounds suicide like doors that opened up, I mean... And and I she came by like sort of walked by as like I had the, the page up of all these ads for him and she said why are you even looking at that I'm like why can't I look what's the harm in looking to see what is out there Sure it's like going and looking at a puppy you're not gonna buy you're just gonna look at it but Surely why can't you won't I dream because I'm like if I really told you what I wanted this <laughs> this really fits my personality <laughs> now it might not have every like electronic technology piece that's out right now it might not have any technology i might be i don't i might have one of them had an a-track if anybody oh, knows cool. what that is that's like the cool. official yeah that's that's really really that is really cool okay. you're gonna have your feet out the bottom like a flintstone <laughs> <laughs> is that yabba dabba do yeah you're about to get yourself into a ford compromise <laughs> 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 All right, here's the deal. Maybe it's because your wife knows you, and when you do dream, you tend to act on those dreams. What's hence wrong the tuck, with that? Hence the tuk-tuk in your garage. What, but what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with the tuk-tuk, dude. I'm a dreamer. You are a dreamer, <laughs> and you're Why not the only one. But here's the thing. You do need to get something. You you have to recognize, like, be be for real, be 100. You know that that 67 whatever Cadillac, that that's not practical for the family. Wait Why? a second. Not. Right, right. I'll, it was know. at one point. Why can't it be now? In 1966, Kristen, I want to be the families rela- were riding I dirty. I'm going to be the relationship Lincoln lawyer right now. All right. Oh, thank All you. Right. <laughs> so if, it get, if it's got enough space for the entire family... What difference does it make if it's 66, 76, 96, Safety. 2006? Well, I have to get out and, like, crank it. Like. <laughs> Those cars are not as reliable as the cars today, and you can't, you have to compare safety ratings. It's a tank. You, this thing um. is a boat. I would have to probably take up two parking spaces out in our, on our parking deck. There were no safety ratings in 1966. <laughs> are there even seatbelts in the back seat? Yes. And it's not. 
I can install something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids, hand it over to the other one. Oh, my God. That's a great visual, by oh, the way. Yeah, you, you're going to lose this battle, man. Yeah, but, but why can't I dream? You I can just, dream. I can't. No, it's, it's, I'm not allowed, apparently. <laughs> Crushing your dreams. Yeah, my soul is gone. The Bird Show. What's trending now? Yo! Kristen knows. It's the Birch House Entertainment Buzz. Rachel Zegler is defending Taylor Swift amid her Travis Kelsey dating ro- romance rumors. So if you don't know who Rachel Zegler is, she's a 22-year-old actress, came to prominence because she played Maria in West Side Story. She's also going to be the lead in Snow White coming out soon. And it all had to do with the audio Abby played yesterday from Bar- uh, Barstool Sports' Pardon My Take podcast. And the men on Pardon My Take said this when it came to Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. You know what? All right. I'll say this. If Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift release a sex video, I'll consummate this <laughs> this uh, relationship and be like, fine. You guys can have sex. You can be boyfriend, girlfriend. I don't buy it until I see some in Do you think? Is she preg- I'm saying that right now. Is she pregnant? P&V. I haven't seen her drinking at these games. I saw her drinking some juice. P&V, no, otherwise drinking, it's not really. Drinking some juice. Should we demand it? I want to P- see. I want to see P and V. I want to see insertion. I say P P and A, P and A, mm-hmm. or P and V, or P and M. Yeah, I'll P&M, take P and M. Good. I'll take P. I'll even take uh, H on on P. Hand. Yeah, I'll take. Yeah, yeah. I'll see a. That's fine. Give us a Lauren Bobbitt. Is that her name? Bobbert. Bobert. Yeah. Give us a Lauren Bobert, and I will be like, you know what? These two lovebirds, they can't they can't get their hands off each other. It's fine. Until that happens, I think it's it's fake. And I think it's for clicks. And I think Taylor Swift is using the NFL to try to make her star bigger. I would see some TF. I would see some TF. I would see TF. Max. All right. So that goes viral. Rachel Zegler retweets the video of them. And she says, um, it's not news that the media is particularly and unwarrantedly cruel to Taylor Swift, but the way men feel entitled to speak about women, their bodies, and their sex lives needs to be seriously evaluated. And then she goes on to say, that goes for a lot of different scenarios. We do not pick apartments, attitudes, and relationships the way we do women's. I, I don't, I don't necessarily agree that. with that. Yeah, Isn't that exchange that they're having, that very offensive uh, exchange? Um, Why you raise your eyebrows like that and go like, offensive? <laughs> I know we're living in a very PC world. What the joke he was trying to make is I need to see the tape for me to believe that it's real. And then they get graphic about it because they're being guys, right? But they're making the same jokes about him and his parts as they are her parts in this thing. They're saying pee. They're saying, you know, same thing. Women have been objectified, though, and used as honestly as sexual objects for so long that when you talk about women in that way, it is so dismissive and base it's not the same i wish it was i wish i could sit here and be like it is the same as talking about a man that way so it's equal but it's just not and it's really looking at her and especially with all of her accomplishments whether or not you like her music the impact she's had on things like politics on charity all of her work is being diminished into you want to see her basically get consumed by a man in the most stripped form. It's disgusting and it's none of your damn business. And you got to stop saying it's just dudes. It's Well, it's impossible to do. Look, I've said this the other day also, and I know this is a losing battle, especially on our show, to try to defend this. Um, but it's it, their demographic, 
their show is for a very different audience than what we do. So while you guys are listening to it with these appalling ears, right, um, for me it was just a joke that went above and beyond. He wants to see the tape in order to believe that it's the real deal. And I, I think that the sense of being appalled by this conversation, maybe I just don't get it because I'm not a woman. It's for, not- for the record, I'm not appalled. I just... For me, it's like, do better. And what mm-hmm. Rachel Zegler said, seeing a lot of it's a joke, but you've got to understand that since the beginning of time, you can't take a joke has been synonymous with, let me say a horrible thing about women without suffering the consequences. We're sick and tired. It's never been funny. Get a life. They're saying the same thing about him, though, here, aren't they? But what Cassie just explained, it's different. The, it's from, not the same thing. It's I, not the joke about the tape either for me. It's like the actual like breaking down and being so graphic. And it's just, I know there's an audience for it, but that doesn't make it right. There's an audience for everything. There's an audience for serial killers. It doesn't make it right to do that. So we have to start calling this stuff out the way women are talked about. Because what happens is someone listens to this and sure, it's a joke, whatever. They're trying to reach this audience, but somebody's going to hear the way they're talking about this woman. And then they're going to take that over into their real life and think it's okay to talk about women in their lives and treat women in their lives that way and it's not okay i understand your position well cool thank you that's i think that's all you can ask for is somebody to listen and try to understand i think it's just trying to instill in the young men that are listening to this podcast and looking up to it that every person regardless of gender or sex deserves to be spoken about with respect and there you have to admit that there's no respect in that conversation can't argue with that (laughs) no defending that (laughs) all right coming up in your next entertainment buzz ed sheeran has a warning for you if you ever get the chance to smoke a little doobie with snoop dogg okay in your next entertainment buzz on the bird show the Bird Show. Cassie just um, stopped me right in my tracks. Yes, yeah, she a did. A couple of minutes ago. <laughs> just stopped me in my tracks. We were talking about location services. Uh, location service. Service? Why does that not sound right? Services. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, so I asked Kristen, like, do you and Bart share your locations with each other? Yep. And you said absolutely. Yeah. I'm, here's, I never check it, though. I can't remember the last time I checked it. Yeah. But it's just there for emergency purposes. And I think he's the same way. And you've got... You know, a child, so it makes some sense right there. But, yeah. I mean, we've been doing that since we got our iPhones. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Cass, um, she, too, shares her location with her husband with a caveat. And she always <laughs> fascinates me. Uh, Cassie and I share this mad attachment to independence and the struggle to be independent while being in a relationship. It's, it's, t- I share my ho- location with my husband because we have children and I fully believe he deserves to know where his kids are at all times. And in case anything happens, like in, in terms of an emergency, like Kristen said, which is how I treat it too. Cause I have his location. If I get mad at him though, and we're in a fight <laughs> and I don't have the kids with me, I turn it off. <laughs> you play so dirty. Oh my. So yes. dirty. It's, wow. like, it's blocking you. Like, and the thing is, I would never notice. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Once I blocked him on Instagram for a really long time, like it, it depends how bad the fight is, but uh, this is unhealthy and I should probably talk to a therapist about it. But like if you, if we're in a fight, 
to the point where I don't feel heard, then you don't get access to me anymore. I'm going to shut it down. So that feels healthy. That feels healthy. No, but I think it's a self-preservation thing. It's Uh like, cool, if you don't want to listen to me, then you don't get access to me at all. So I'm going to shut it down. You don't get to see where I am. Now he knows it's not like I like shut it down, then leave the house for like 24 hours. You know, I don't even leave the house most of the time. So (laughs) you turn it off and you be downstairs. (laughs) 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 He Uh wants to know if she's in the living room or the basement. (laughs) For me, it just. For me, it makes me feel better, and it, it sends that message. But it just, I hate sharing my location. Like, I talked about this the other morning. He's like, why are you at a medical center at 6 a.m.? And I'm like, I'm at work, you weirdo. What? Why are you checking my location at 6 a.m.? Well, well, yeah. well, because you drive from home to the radio station when it's dark outside. And if he's checking your location and you're at a medical facility, don't you think that he might go, oh, my God, my wife is, something happened to her, and she has to go to a medical Turns facility? Turns on the radio, you could hear my voice. Or call me and tell me that, hey, where are you? Because I see that you're in a hospital. You missed the point. Why was he even checking it to begin with? Because he cares about his wife and she left the house to go to work in the morning. He's usually asleep. He doesn't care. He doesn't wake up with me and I leave the house. He's snoring away. So so there's that. Fine. We could say yes. That's an interesting question. Are you at it was like a Botox spa. But why are you at a, why are you at a medical facility? I don't like the Is that G- the one downstairs here? That no, it, no. It it, it's on? like, weirdly, it was like um, a quarter mile away. So I was like, the satellites must be off. And he's like, well, do you have your phone? Did someone steal it? And I'm like, now you're annoying me. I'm trying to work. I have my phone in my hand. But like, it that's doesn't how say, I'm texting you. It doesn't say like uh, Laura's Botox facility. It says medical Facility, no, it's right? not something like med- it's like medical services spa right. or okay. something generic like that. It's fine. I understand that he is like it's not fine, but I understand that he loves me and it's a safety thing. But then the questions keep coming, and I'm like, I don't have an answer. Mm-hmm. I'm not in charge of Elon Musk's satellites. I cannot tell you why it's off by a quarter of a mile. But if you turn on the radio right now, you will hear me talking about what you're texting me about. <laughs> I feel your pain when it comes to the incessant questions because. Mm-hmm. We answer questions all day long, right? Amen, sister. Speak loudly. Yes. Mm -hmm. So when somebody is peppering you with questions and or, you know, trying to like inquire about things and you're just like, just trust me. Yes. And leave me the F alone. <laughs> so here's, here's my thing. And I, under, I understand you sacrifice this when you get into a relationship. I'm very aware. But it's like, if I wasn't married, I wouldn't have to answer that to anybody. Like, I could just live my life and be free. And it's like I stopped by a coffee shop two days in a row and I got questions about that. And I'm just, I mean, I should have brought him something that was wrong of me. I usually would. But I just wanted to swing in and have like 15 minutes of where I didn't have to report to anybody about my location or what. I was doing and so I think that's what it is it's like because of the kids and everything I don't ever have freedom I, I can't just go somewhere without getting questioned on yeah. why did you mm-hmm. go to Target 11.52 a.m. I start to panic when the questions come in because I really don't remember the answers like the minute details I just don't remember I can give you I went to Target but I can't tell you what aisles I went down I can tell you what I was going for but then I start to panic like I'm trying to hide something when I'm really not yeah. I just don't have the answer <laughs> I'm just not smart I think <laughs> 
<laughs> but I get the same way. I feel like I've done something wrong. Like and you're the, in an inquisition of sorts. Yeah, yeah. And, and I know it's not. I know this is on me and not on him, but then he'll be like, well, why didn't you just do a target order for pickup? You could have done it later. I don't know. It right. was right there. Right. I had time. Why are they like this? I don't know, but I'm like, stop. Question. You make me feel bad about going to Target. I didn't even spend that much money. I'm constantly feeling like I'm having to explain myself, and I'm tired of having to explain myself. I'm an adult yes. most of the time, so just trust me that I know what I'm doing, and there was a reason behind it, and like this whole conversation that has now gotten me all jacked up and amped up was completely unnecessary. Oh my God, I, I did it to him once, and it was the best. <laughs> The, his little mind was because <laughs> like, he's I know he's being helpful but he's like so with your license plate it's these kind of screws that need to go into the car and I'm like oh my god so I started doing it to him mm-hmm. I'm like hey just so you know when you put the water on to boil you need to make sure it's this temperature for it to actually boil and he's like, I know. And I kept doing it. And I was like, see, you don't mm. like it. I'm an adult. I existed before you. I have a great career. I'm competent, I assure you, for the most part. Mo, this you is going to be a problem for you. I mean, Mo has got the same independent space mm. gear here, man. This right here. This Every time I come in here, I just listen and think, good old marriage. <laughs> <laughs> just look at it playing out in real time. Seriously. Well, I mean, it works out nicely for you now because your girlfriend's in New York. She's a thousand miles away. But at some point or another, I mean... You probably are more sensitive about your independence and your space than anybody I've ever met. Yeah, I I genuinely have loved being single. I've loved all of the years that I've been able to be free. Like when I listen to Cass talk about, you know, sometimes I just want to go to the store and not have to explain it. Like small things like that. When I was in relationships, it it did bother me. And I think about it daily. I like I know there's going to come a day. When marriage is going to be a topic in my life, and I genuinely don't know what I'm going to do because I've gone so long loving not being in that situation. Prime example, and it just happened this week. Um, it's the whys. I'm so tired of the whys. And there was a Target um, bag in my purse, and he asked me why. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like, I went to Target. There's a. It's in there because I forgot Jimmy's teacher's gift and I had to go there and grab the dark chocolate and the gift card that I forgot to get the other day. And when I went through the car pull, I got it out and I just stuffed it in my purse so I wouldn't leave it in the car. But now you just made me have this entire conversation that I didn't want to have. Yes, and now, uh, why did you forget Jimmy's teacher's gift? I don't know. I was busy. It's just a line of questioning. And I know a lot of it is curiosity or it comes from a place of love um, and curiosity. I think you could set those boundaries, Mo, early in your relationship. You got to find the right person, man. I mean, that's going to be, I think that's the thing, especially for a guy like you, is finding the right person that understands. Mo and I were having this conversation in the hall the other day. Man, are we off schedule? Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's just, uh, you almost feel like, Mo and I almost feel like we're super flawed because we are okay with being alone and being independent. So much so that it almost makes us feel like we're deeply flawed in that area. It feels dangerous because I've, I'm so accustomed to being alone and to having my freedom and having my space. And it's been so long that there are things that even now, just in, in the relationship that I'm in now, and even though it's long distance, where I know she's not doing anything wrong, but I just feel like your tolerance changes, what you can deal with and what you can't deal with changes, your patience changes. Like even when I've missed her and she walks in and what's in this envelope? What's in this bag? Who sent that? Where'd you get that from? Where you taking it? I'm like, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> it's, it's difficult to make that adjustment the longer you're really like comfortable being alone. Somebody told me the other day, and I was trying to Google it right now to see if it was accurate, that 
the percentage of people that are in marriages and happy in your marriage and happy, not divorce rate, in your marriage and happy, 7%. No way. No. 7%. That is scary. In their marriage and happy. I don't believe that. I'm trying to Google it because it does seem super freaking low. 75% of all statistics are made up. (laughs) 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 Like, obviously, you know, I'm bitching right now, but I can say with, like, I'm happy in my marriage. Are you happy, like, 100% of the time? That's a different statistic. Like, no, I'm not happy 100% of the time, but overall, yes, I'm happy in my marriage. Here's Megan. Hey, Megan, good morning. You're on the Burt Show. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Can you tell how happy we all are? Yeah. Things are going. Oh, yeah. Things are going great. <laughs> I'm happy too. I'm married, and I have got like location services on with my husband, and it's never been a problem. But my parents have it with me. We decided to share our location a long time ago, and I'll get random text messages. Hey. Why are you at the doctor's office? Oh, what are no. you doing? Where are you going? No, no, that's no, no. A, to me, nope. that's an abuse. Like, I'm mm-hmm. giving you access in case of emergency because I love you. And also in case, like, you're really like, oh, my God, I had. My parents will call me sometimes and be like, I had the worst dream. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. You don't get to ask questions. You know what I mean? You don't get to look into my life and pick it all apart and ask questions and then have me explain myself in every single minute of my day. Like, I guess it's like I feel like I'm allowed private time Mm -hmm. and I don't get it at my house, which is okay because I have kids and stuff. So my private time is literally in the car to and from work. If I stop at a Target or a Starbucks, that's my personal private time. Mm -hmm. Just let me have it. But when you start asking questions... Now my private time is gone. Wasn't Katie, our producer, telling us that her mom and her aunt are like hitting her all the time because they share location also. So it would be like 1230 at night. Hey, what are you doing? You still at that bar? Oh, I I got married friends that literally come home every day and sit in the car for an hour because that's like the only (laughs) time that they have to themselves. No, that is legit. Mm -hmm. Like there is something about decompressing and I'm going to sound like a horrible person. But the other day I came home and I pulled in my driveway and my son was at school, and my husband's truck wasn't there, mm-hmm. and I got to walk into the house, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was just me. <laughs> right? It was glorious. <laughs> it, was, it was so nice. <laughs> there was nobody standing in my way in the kitchen as I was trying to get to the refrigerator. It's so quiet and peaceful, right? <laughs> I can do anything you want. We used to have a producer on the show, Carl, who would go to Target for... Five hours. <laughs> okay, that's excessive. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. It wasn't five hours. But he'd like have to go for like one thing and would just drive around the neighborhood, <laughs> go up and down the aisles of Target because he just needed some space. I pulled into my driveway and sat in the car. I'm like, I'm going to spend five minutes looking at TikTok and ding, why are you sitting in your car in the driveway? It's a bird show. If you're looking for somewhere to celebrate, whether it be a birthday or a graduation or an anniversary, may I recommend an Atlanta United match? So my husband and I just celebrated our seventh wedding anniversary. He is a massive Atlanta United fan. So, of course, we decided to go to a match at Mercedes-Benz Stadium and had the best time. I'm telling you, if you're a super fan, if you're a casual fan, going to an Atlanta United match is a great way to celebrate. My husband got to watch a great match and I got to enjoy delicious wine and I also may have gone to the team shop and got myself a new sweatshirt. I'm very excited about my new Atlanta United sweatshirt. (laughs) And kudos to Atlanta's fan base because every time we ride Marta to go down to a match, it is packed full of people wearing their Atlanta United 
Kid gear. Visit ATLUTD.com for tickets and also for the match schedule. That's ATLUTD.com. Are you looking for excitement in Atlanta? Well, you got it right down the street at Mercedes-Benz. That's where Atlanta United plays. And I've been telling you for years, it's one of the most exciting nights that you will have with your family. Soccer is different. It's just different than going to a football game, baseball game. There is no downtime. I mean, the excitement lasts the entire game at an Atlanta United match. And it doesn't even matter if you're really, really into soccer or not. I'll tell you one way to get into soccer. Just go to one Atlanta United game and you will get caught up in the excitement so much that you'll become a lifelong fan. I'm telling you this right now. I love bringing my son Hollis there. I love bringing his friends there. I know it's going to be a safe family event, and I know I'm going to walk out of there. I got some memories now with my kids. So don't look any further. You got one of the best soccer teams in the country right here in our own backyard, Atlanta United. Just give it one try, Atlanta United. You can always get your tickets at atlutd.com. Hey, y'all, it's Katie here from The Bird Show. Pride unites us all, and so does Atlanta United. That's why I'm giving you the chance to win a spot in The Bird Show's Pride Night Suite in celebration of Pride Month. That's right. Join me and The Bird Show crew on Sunday, June 2nd, as Atlanta United takes on the fierce rival, Charlotte FC, with kickoff at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We need to beat Charlotte, so we will be loud and proud. Believe that. Oh, and by the way, did I mention Atlanta United is giving away a -a one-of-a-kind pride-inspired towel, plus a $5 donation to Lost and Found Youth, an Atlanta-based nonprofit that provides services to the LGBTQ plus youth, which is included with your Pride Night ticket pack. Remember, to enter for your chance to win a spot in the Bird Show's Pride Night Suite, head over to thebirdshow.com. To guarantee your tickets and Pride towel, go to atlutd.com and click the promotional packs tab for more details. Can't wait to see you all there June 2nd at 4.30 p.m. Together, we are Atlanta. Atlanta United. See you there. The Bird Show. I didn't realize this until this morning in watching this video that I think the world is uh, broken up into two very different people. You got your birthday families and non-birthday families, and you fall in between one or the other. You either come from a birthday family or you don't. And what I mean by birthday family is like a family that from the moment you wake up in the morning on your birthday until the moment you go to sleep, the entire day is about you. It's about celebrating you. It's about going crazy celebrating you, like celebrating you to the highest extent possible. And if you're not a birthday family, that kind of looks like you wake up and people say, hey, happy birthday. They give you some gifts and it's just kind of like a regular day, except people said happy birthday to you. So I come from the former. My mom would wake me up and it would be like, happy birthday, happy birthday. I'd go to breakfast and there'd be like balloons and presents. The entire day was about me. Everyone made me feel so special. And then I would come home and we'd go out to dinner wherever I wanted, have huge cake. It was all about me all day long and it was so fun. But when I got older and I started dating other people, I found that they come from families that were not birthday families. And so they would just be like, happy birthday. They had very low expectations for their birthdays and they weren't used to celebrating birthdays to that extent. And so they therefore did not feel like my birthday was worth celebrating like that. And I was always like, no, excuse me, it's it's my birthday. I'm assuming Mo, who comes from a really big, tight family, you guys are birthday families. Definitely a birthday family. All day long. Always a big deal for everybody in the family on that special day. As soon as somebody wakes up, you party and celebrate them all day. All day. Yeah. Birthday family. Birthday family. Married a man who's not a birthday family. (laughs) (laughs) I was not a birthday family either. No. Not at all. Yeah, my story's sad, so I'm not going to tell it. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, is she wrong for having her kids spy for her? That is what she is asking in this email. And if you guys have anything going on in your life you want to share with us, try to get some advice for you, hit us at thebirdshow.com. All right, don't judge me, Bird Show. Too late. Nope. This email is probably pointless because I know you're going to tell me I'm wrong, but hear me out before being too harsh. All right, even before we get into it, come on, confession time. You guys want to call one eight five five virtual Who's had their kids spy for them? I mean, you literally recruited them to spy on a husband, spy on somebody at work, or somebody, I guess it would be maybe another couple on the, so- I don't know, kids' parents on the soccer team or something. Mm-hmm. But you recruited them to spy. one eight five five Um My husband and I are in the process of divorcing. We've been separated for about six months. He moved out of the family home and has been residing in a condo. Past few years have been rough, and we both came to the conclusion that it was time we parted ways. However, I'm almost certain he's been seeing someone ever since we made the separation official, which would confirm my suspicions he wasn't faithful this past year. We share one child together, an eight-year-old daughter. We are figuring out custody, and it's kind of all over the place right now. She's going to be there this weekend, and I want her to do a little recon for me. The streets are telling me a woman is staying over there frequently. The streets. Meaning (laughs) some of her items could possibly be there or left behind. I want to task my daughter to do a little snooping, but in a nonchalant way. (laughs) Make it a game of sorts, she says. Like a hide-and-seek of what's at daddy's place? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how else to figure out if he's skirting around before our divorce or is even final. For the record, my daughter is none the wiser to any of this, and I haven't spoken an ill word about her father in front of her. One eight five five Virtual. If you want to get in on that, or you want to confess that you've actually used the kids as spies, you you sent this knowing what we are going to say you can't weaponize your kids in the divorce like you can't ask your child to do this even if you make it some fun game like if find somebody on the streets to do this for you like you can't no you you You, just you got to be smarter than this also so i wouldn't say i recruited my kids but i will say i asked them questions Mm. Mm. (laughs) okay all right Oh, I'm that, that. that were going on in the other house and with ulterior motive. They never knew they were part of my evil plan. You, I, okay. I'm not mad at asking questions, right? Obviously, you, you, you can't use your kid as a spy. That's ridiculous. Using your kid as a weapon, that, that's not even cool. But what, what do you even do with the information when you get it? Y'all are going through a divorce. It's over. It just feels like you're creating more drama in your life other than just letting it go. What does it matter if he is? Yeah, and chances are pretty good. Even if dude was screwing around, it's not going to have anything to do with your divorce case anyway, depending on what state you're in. Uh, Good morning, Morgan. You're on The Burt Show. Hi. Hi. um, I actually was the kid that was used to spy on. Um, Kind of in your situation, like you said, Burt, I think my mom, she wanted me to know about things that my dad was doing. And so she would just be, like, always asking me questions when I came back, like, was he there or what did y'all do or did he talk about me and stuff? And I was like, are you trying Are you trying to get me to spot him? No, no, no. I'm just, I just want to know everything's taken care of. I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. And looking back as an adult. Yeah. But and it's still. It's still. It's, yeah. it's still wrong. 
Yeah. And, definitely and, uh, wrong. I assure you it was going on on the other side of the fence also. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and like you can't ask, like, to put your kid in that, like, that one question, oh, it just made me inner cringe Which to one? the point it was outer cringe. Did he talk about me? Mm. Like, I never asked that. Oh, that's, that's like such a narcissistic question. Absolutely. Right. Uh, Caroline, good morning. You're part of the Burt Show. Hi. Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. So my mom would make me, she would like, she wouldn't let me have a Facebook account, but then she wanted me to have a Facebook account. <laughs> and she would use my Facebook account to creep on all of my friends <laughs> and harass me for all of their actions. And then be like, why are you partaking in all of this? Oh. And just like completely like gaslight me. Oh, damn. Wow. That's scarring right there. For sure. Did you realize at the time it was going on or it took you years to figure it out? Oh, I'm just now realizing all of this oh, with therapy. Yeah, yeah, I was, I right, I was about wrong. to ask, are you sending your mother your therapy bill every week? <laughs> well, she needs to be paying it. No doubt. <laughs> all, right. all right, Caroline, thank you for calling. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right, so if we're giving advice, no, don't recruit the kids. No, no, don't. Divorce no. and move on. Yeah, not in an overt way anyway. <laughs> Be a little more sly about it. Right. Cassie, am I normal? From Reddit. No, from this is me. from you. Oh, this okay. is from me. This is her. So I was in the break room the other morning just getting my coffee like I do, and two Burt Show members busted me doing something that I was sub unconsciously doing, and they were cracking up. Katie and Rebecca walked in and they were losing it. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm pretty sure they're laughing at me, but I don't know why. And so I was like, are y'all laughing at me? And they're like, yeah, did you just go, boo? And I was like, yes. As I was filling up my coffee and pouring the, the like I have instant coffee, I was like, boo. I soundtracked my own life. I will sing songs. I will sound do effects? sound effects. Mm -hmm. Just, yeah, bonk, <laughs> like whatever. Like if I shut the fridge, bonk. And um, Katie said she sometimes does it, which I think she was just being nice. So I wouldn't feel awkward. And Rebecca's like, no, people don't do that. That's not normal. But I want to know if it's normal. Do you guys ever sound effect your own life? I wonder if this goes along with the OCD conversation we had with you yesterday. <laughs> No, I don't think so. No? I don't think that's an OCD thing. I think it's just fun. I mean, making coffee is boring. Mm. So I'm like, woo, coffee. So like the real life sound effects that like the fridge makes when it closes, that's just, <laughs> that just doesn't do it for you. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> no, so when, <laughs> when you're shutting a cabinet, like. Yeah, when the microwave is about to go off, do you have a sound for your microwave? Uh, no, it's usually shut up. I know it's done. It's not beeping. But like. Uh. Yeah. Sidebar, I've got a whole kitchen filled with those that those little alarms that go off. Oh so if the fridge is open too long, if the freezer is open too long, if the stove is still too hot, I got five things dinging in my apartment and it's driving me crazy or my house. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> it, it drives me nuts. I have to mute it all. I can't stand. I'm like, I know. Be quiet. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is a you thing. Man. I can say with certainty. You've I, never like I'm not not every single thing, but you guys have never made a sound effect in your life. Oh, or, like, yeah. When you've done stuff. Yeah, like, I'm sure. Now <laughs> unconsciously just been like boing <laughs> i'm sure but i don't do it on a yeah, daily nah, basis not on a daily no. you're on your own on this uh, one well, my life is interesting hey the bird show what's trending now Go! Kristen knows it's the bird show's entertainment buzz ed sheeran was a guest on conan o'brien's podcast and talked about the time he and snoop dogg were hanging out and an opportunity presented itself that he just couldn't pass up. I was in Melbourne recently, and I was with my wife and my mother-in-law, 
and Snoop Dogg was playing. And I was like, we gotta go. So we went, I just, I remember, I remember him meeting my mother-in-law and being like, what's up, queen? And I was like, <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the opportunity I'm talking about that he couldn't pass up, with, you know, pass, pass up on is if you have the opportunity to smoke oh, God, yeah. with Snoop Dogg, that's a story you're going to have for the rest of your life. It's a rite of passage. You, you, you take him up on the offer. I don't really smoke at all. And I was in the dressing room and they're just, you know, blunt for blunt for blunt for blunt. And I'm like, I guess at some point during the night, I, I have to just to be like, let's make this new dog. And he's like, do you want some? And I was like, okay, now's the time. And so I have a bit and I'm like, oh, I don't feel too bad. Like, this is good. And then I have a bit more. Then I have a bit more. Then I have a bit more. <laughs> I just remember looking at him being like, I can't see right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like the goat of cannabis. It would be like Tom Brady saying, hey, you want to throw the ball around? You have to. You have to. You have to, even if it's not your thing. You just kind of have to do yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and do you know which mutual friend they have that made this whole interaction happen? Snoop. And Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Martha mutu- Stewart? <laughs> it's, it's that random. Who Who is that? He said Martha Stewart. Oh. Um, he is an Australian actor. Hemsworth? No. He is an older actor. Are you not entertained? No Russell way. Crow? Oh, Russell really? Crowe brought them together? What? Really? Yes. That's so random. He said a mutual friend, Russell Crowe, helped make it happen. He goes, he's really close with Snoop. <laughs> they have sort of like smoke-offs and stuff. They're really cool. <laughs> I don't and know I why I like this. Like, Who would do a smoke-off with Snoop? You are destined to lose, right? <laughs> Russell must be a bad man. <laughs> yeah, right? Are I'm we like, not entertained? I would definitely <laughs> be entertained. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Which streaming service do you think has the Highest total customer satisfaction rating out of all of them. Who do you think ranks at the top? Mm. I saw the list, so I can't get in. Ah, oh, damn! Um, I know. I was surprised, but I who was, wasn't? I, I the one who like fell hardcore. Super low, yeah, yeah. I, I'd guess Prime. Uh, no, Max. Really? Max turned in, formerly known as HBO Max, turned in the highest total customer satisfaction rating among U.S. subscription streaming services. Hulu came in at number two. Disney Plus landed at three. Hmm. And Netflix has dropped down to number six. Yeah, people don't like when you uh, charge them more for a service, right? And I totally agree with Max, man. I feel like everything that they put out is like a quality piece of entertainment. Especially their docuseries. Anytime HBO does a documentary, it's always... Well, I think you was Euphoria. Yeah, Max. Also, mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like everything they put out is good. Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones. Yeah, House of the Dragon. Uh-huh. All right, so Grimes is suing Elon Musk over parental rights regarding their three kids. So she filed a petition to establish parental relationship in a San Francisco Superior Court. Um, this. Petitions also filed to establish a child's legal parents if they uh, establish a child's legal parents if they are unmarried, but it can also be used to seek child support or custody. So Grimes and Musk split in 2021 after four years of dating. They have three kids together, son, XAEA12, nickname X, daughter, Exadark Sideral, nickname Y, and the other son, Techno Mechanicus, called Tau. See, once they started naming those kids, they should have taken the kids away. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the details of the petition aren't currently known or public, but a since-deleted post from Grimes on X earlier this month seems to allude uh, to him not letting her see one of their sons. 
So it makes sense that you go to his social media platform to mm-hmm. call him out right. uh, that you yeah. are not allowing her to mm-hmm. see your all's kids. Mm-hmm. Do you I, think he charges her to have that check mark? Does she have a check mark? I don't know. Does she have it? Yeah. Now I'm kind of intrigued <laughs> yeah. to see if she has a check mark on X. You would think she'd get some kind of friends and family. Discount How much is it? I, I don't even know. Once they said it was going to, they were going to charge for it. I said I'm out. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't and now they're that. even they're contemplating charging for the entire the entire social media service. Right. right? I would be out. Uh-huh. She does. She does have a check mark. She a blue does. check mark. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's ask her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that is a good question. That's a good question. Ask that. Yeah. Did you have to pay for your check mark, or did you get family and friends discount? <laughs> and do we say? Do you tweet somebody, or do you X somebody? I've seen formally Twitter. I've seen X. With a comma, formerly Twitter, so it's not quite the brand change yet. Yeah, but when you're sending somebody what used to be a tweet, what would be the equivalent for X? I know they're calling them posts, but do you, do you post them? That sounds dumb. I'm just going to keep saying I tweet. I still say tweet. I, still I mean, I still tweet. went to Twitter.com to get to this, so it's going to be a tweet. If you're having such a tough time getting people to change the name as they speak about it, yeah. you've already, you have an amazing brand. I know. That speaks volumes about the brand you have. Honey. If you want some more stories, head to thebirdshow.com. Click eBuzz. Hey, The Bird Show. Not literally, but in my mind, I figuratively... Every day I want to punch somebody in the face. Every day? <laughs> Every day, huh? Yeah, I mean, it could be somebody in headlines. It could be somebody in the news, somebody in politics, somebody that cuts me off in traffic that has a University of Florida sticker on their car. <laughs> somebody in my mind's eye is getting punched in the face. I would never do it. <laughs> First of all, I have to jump up to reach him in the face, probably. <laughs> right? Jump punch. Mo wants to do it literally. Yeah, I do. And that's the the beautiful side of boxing is that you get to punch people in the face. But there's another side to that in which they get to punch you back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's a two-way street. It's a two-way street. Unless you're really, really good. The other person's really, really bad. And is only, there a boxing league that just allows you to throw punches but not take them? <laughs> <laughs> if there is, I'd <laughs> be the first to sign up. To create. Right? So um, I'm, I'm in this position now where this has been a debate on our podcast uh, in the moment. Katie and myself, our producer, Katie. And I'm now concerned on if her opinion about what I should do next with boxing is her being a good friend mm. because she's concerned or her being a bad friend because she doesn't believe in me. You get a different Katie on the podcast. <laughs> it's a little darker Katie. Absolutely. A little more honest Katie. Absolutely. And a little, you're distrusting of it. Yes. <laughs> Uh, what is your history with boxing? So to take you guys back to the beginning, when I was younger, uh, like towards the end of my teenage years, my, my dad has always been in law enforcement and has always been really big on just really being in shape, being healthy, exercising and being able to defend himself. So when I was in uh, growing up, I wanted to be like my dad. So I started boxing because he was always into boxing and really good at boxing. And I fell in love with it. And so like around the time I stopped playing basketball and football because I realized there was no future there, I got into boxing. And I think a lot of people don't realize when you when you do get into boxing, it's way more than physical. Mm-hmm. It actually does a lot for you mentally as much as it does physically. In what way? 
I think it gives you a, a different level of confidence. There's something to not only the training that you have to go through. It really does put you in the best shape of your life. Like, I mean, you feel better. It's way more than just how you look. You just, it's how you feel. And it gives it's you. It's intense cardio. Very intense. And it's a challenge. It's a challenge that you have to overcome each and every day. You can kind of feel yourself getting better at something. And if I'm being honest, there's just something to being in a room and feeling like you could defend yourself against mm-hmm. anybody in this room if you mm-hmm. had to. Yeah, I would think that there are mental benefits. Benefits also because you got to be a hundred percent focused, or you're going to get knocked out. Right, right, and taking on punches every single second while still going forward has got to do something for your confidence. It does, and it it uh it just I don't know how to explain it, but it gives you. I had a different level of confidence when I was at the top peak of my boxing tenure. And I haven't had that. Like, I haven't had that same feeling or even that same challenge ever since I stopped. And I stopped because I was good at it. Like, it it really came natural to me. And that's what made me love it. But after a while, you just get tired of getting punched in the face. (laughs) It's not, that part of it is not fun at all. Did you ever get knocked out? No, I've only been knocked down. And ironically, I... get knocked down, but I get up again. I, I did get up. I got, I had 11 fights. And I only got knocked down once, and it was in a fight that didn't count because it was against my dad. My dad. Your dad took you down? Yes. I think I remember you telling us about this. Yes. When I when I first started boxing, I I was feeling myself a little bit. Uh-huh. I got I got real confident uh-huh. in my abilities because at that dad time. Dad had to knock the cocky out of you, he did. didn't he? I, I think I was maybe 6-0 and oh in my training fights at that point, so I thought I was Floyd Mayweather. And <laughs> my, ready. I was ready. And I, my dad was like, well, there's still a lot that you have to learn. And I told my dad, you've never 6-0. You, you didn't. Oh. You didn't have his record. And he went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he went. He went. What? <laughs> 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 Put you on your ass. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> and I, I remember my mom like helping me get up. It was oh. it was an embarrassing situation. Mama had to help you up. <laughs> yes. Why you hit him so hard? <laughs> 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 oh my god! I can know in your family. I can see this scene playing out. It was. Uh, it's something yeah. me and my dad still talk about to this day. But it, it helped me because it humbled me. And then he went on to trained me after he knocked me down so it wouldn't happen from someone else, gotcha. which I appreciated. That was nice of him. That's so funny. That so yesterday. <laughs> you can't get away with that today, man. No. That's such a yesterday story. So all these years have gone by and in the back of my mind, I've, every time I watch boxing, every time I'm around it, I don't necessarily want to get back into it to fight per se, but I've always wanted to get back to the training of it. I feel like I was just in the best shape of my life when I was doing it. I feel like mentally I was in such a good place. I mean, it's a release as well. You get to go into the gym, and you can imagine how hitting punching bags, hitting speed bags, you can release a lot of tension, stress, Mm -hmm. all of these things. And when I was was like, a part of me was thinking, I think I want to get back in the game, but I didn't have the push I feel like I needed until one of my really good friends came to me, and he's in a transition stage of his life where he wants to start taking his health seriously, and he feels like the best way for him to do that is to get into boxing because everybody's motivated by something different. And he said something to me that resonated, and it's true. He's like, you'll never be more motivated to get yourself in top condition than knowing that you might get your ass kicked. Yeah, right. that's, that's a great way to get there. Even more, even better motivation than taking pictures on a beach vacation? Yes. Really? Yes, because, okay. I mean, especially when you got your friends, you got your family mm-hmm. coming out to see you fight, even if it's like an exhibition fight, you don't want to get beat up yeah, right. in front of the people you love the most so he wants me to to train with him like he's like i want to do it but i need an extra push you've already been there you've had this training you've said you want to do it so i'm like is this a sign yes do it that's what i thought you getting ptsd 
Well, no, not oh, initially. <laughs> he's not doing bouts. He's training. Those yeah, I'm are, training. Yeah. I'm not fighting my dad again. That's, yeah. that's okay. not happening. <laughs> but when I went to our producer, Katie, about this, and I thought she would have had the same reaction you just had, Kristen, of do it, she looked at me like, no, don't do that. Why? Why? Well, she didn't really go into it, and that's what I wanted to ask her. Katie, well, get your I, butt to a She's supposed to be mic. in here to tell me why she does not want me to box. And Katie, come on up. Maybe she thinks that you're soft now. I, I, I'm feeling like that might be it. Here she comes. She's running. She's, yeah. yeah. She, 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 Shady's she, training right now also. She just sprinted down the hole. <laughs> Are you afraid he's going to be chewing punches? Yes. Uh, All right. He's already broken how many fingers? Two. How, how crooked are your hands? Show, show your hands. Yeah, they, they're pretty crooked. Well, how'd you break? Okay. Two oh, fingers wow. in, two fingers really in the wrist. Yeah. <laughs> You've never that noticed. Really bad. Yeah, that one does what it wants. I've <laughs> <laughs> not had control of that wow. finger for quite some time. That's like the claw game. <laughs> like the, the claw. It's like the crypt keeper's fingers. I mean, my fingers are a little beat up, and my left wrist, um, it kind of breaks on its own every once in a while. But I never lost the fight. Let's get back to that finger for a second. How'd that happen? This one? Uh, I can't remember. If it was what do you mean this one? Because <laughs> there's, there's a couple of them that are broke. Yeah, the one that's facing the other way. This one. <laughs> the one that you can't straighten. <laughs> uh, I broke it. I think initially I broke it playing football, and then I rebroke it from boxing. You can okay. only give a four and a half. You can't give a four. <laughs> that's all I got. That's all I got. That's it. So, Yeah. Okay, so, right. but again, this is not bout, this is training, but I, I'm, I'm taking it injuries can also be, can also be common in training? It can, but I, I would also be sparring. That's typically where the injuries come, because um, even though you're not necessarily fighting, fighting, you still have the helmets on, but you're yeah. still actually getting in there and sparring with somebody, because that's one of the best ways to actually get, complete your training. What's your concern here? I hear him complain about how hard it is to get out of bed after just one <laughs> night of just having fun. Imagine! <laughs> Calling you out. Yeah, she is. She, she is. is bringing you to the mat hard. Well, you would be like sparring with people your own age and in your own shape, right? It's not like you're going out of class or anything like That's that. That's typically how it works. Okay. Yes. But if he can't handle standing around and listening to some good music, what makes you think he's going to handle That's... after this whole exercise of boxing? That's why I need to start training again so right. that I can handle a night out with you. <laughs> That's a part of what this is for. That's what the training's for? Yes. So you can hang with Katie? I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I need to get back in shape. But the truth is, if you start training, you're going to want to get in a ring competitively. That's yep. what Katie thinks. That's mm-hmm. what my mom is afraid mm-hmm. of also. Because she, my mom tells me that she gave me a face for modeling, not for boxing. Right, agreed. Mm-hmm. That's too pretty to be beat up. Yep. And once that starts, then it's just going to be, he's going to turn to like this professional boxer. And then he's going to be like, I have another job now, too. Uh, <laughs> 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 the, jo- the jokes are becoming a little bit slower. Yeah. <laughs> I can, we can expect that. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I could see myself maybe want to do one more fight, but I don't uh. think I would go beyond that. Just to see if I still got it. Famous last words. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say go for it. I man. say go for it. I say so. go for it. Cash, you say go for it too. I don't think there's yeah. even. I don't even think there's an option. You're wearing protective equipment while you're sparring. Yeah. I did that at 11 years old in karate. We didn't hit as hard. Trust, but you're. If they let children hit each other with stuff on, <laughs> grown adult men are fine. Go do your thing, man. Okay. All right. Where can people listen to in the moment? You can get it wherever you get your podcast. And they are part of the Pioneer Network. I right, follow up Thursday today. 
this is where you guys tell us, like, hey, Bert Show, you kind of left us hanging on this. Can you give us some closure? So we do that for you guys. This one is, hey, I am dying to know what happened with the woman that ratted out her sister for having a sugar daddy leading to her sister getting kicked out of the house right before Christmas. Hmm. All right, at IDK underscore my BFF Will. We're going to get you some answers. For those that aren't familiar with the story, this happened back in September of 2020. At the time, Claire's little sister was 21 years old living with their parents. Her sister didn't have a job, but was constantly showing off her expensive items. Once Claire questioned her sister, she found out she had a sugar daddy. Against our advice, Claire decided to narc on her sister in quotations for her protection. She claimed what her sister was doing was prostitution. And as an, oh, I don't know why I said it like that, because it didn't need to be said like that. <laughs> Sorry. And as an older sister, she thought it would be best for their parents to know. Her parents were livid and ultimately kicked her sister out of the house. That was the last time Claire and her parents heard from her sister. What has happened since? Cassie has the update. Uh, give me one second. Sorry. I think Mo has the yeah, update. Yeah, I think I was supposed to have. Okay, yeah. Mo has the update. It's been almost two years since I've spoken with my sister. I obviously worry about her, but it's not my choice. It is hers. From what I see on her Instagram post, she got married to another man. He's not the same sugar daddy, but he's definitely much older than her. I can only assume he's financially well off based on what I can see in her post. I just don't see what they could possibly have in common other than the fact that they think both like his money. I checked him out on Instagram also. He has kids who look older than my sister. I can't help but wonder what they think. I know she will ultimately have to be the one to decide what is right for her. I just wish she had better judgment. She's always been the type of person to focus on what she wants in the immediate moment and ignores what will bring her happiness long term. I've tried reaching out multiple times, actually, but she has just ignored me. I wish she could see that our family only wants what's best for her. We're not trying to control her life. We just want her to be safe and genuinely happy. If anything changes and she gets mm -hmm. back in touch with the family, I'll let you know. Mm, sad. That is a bummer. A very sad ending. Why you got to end on that note, Ma? <laughs> I should have let Cassie. We were having such a good time. You should have let Cassie. It's the Estrangement. Thanks for listening. Get more Bird Show fix at thebirdshow.com or follow us on social media at the Bird Show.